Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to Mama's Pearls. I am your hostess, Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. It's been a while since our last broadcast, and I've been in a very big reflective period, and just trying to see the whole landscape of what it is that the Mama's Pearls platform brings into the world and into our community and hopefully inspiring others to step into their own power and full vision of themselves along the way. What's been happening lately is we're getting ready, at least in the Northeast, for the major snow that's ahead of us for for the winter and also with the holiday season upon us. It's been, I've been thrown into like this massive space of consumption and this energy of just consumption of having to buy everyone stuff for my Christmas list and consuming food on the holidays and it's just been like this massive consumption and I've been battling that against wanting to just crawl into bed and not get out. So I've been having these interplays going on and anytime a season's changing um, and especially at the end of the year, go into like this deep state of reflection and it brings up everything from the past year. So everything that we've accomplished, all the good, all the bad, everything that you wish that you would have accomplished, this is all coming up and bubbling up to the surface. And once you do that, it starts triggering like all these underlying wounds that we've carried throughout our lifetimes, pretty much. (laughs) And that's been happening for me big time. So one day I was just, you know, doing my thing on Facebook, and if you are on Facebook, you know that I'm very active on, on Facebook and social media, and you can find me at Mama's Pearls, or you can find me over at Cynthia Littman, and, um, and I was just kind of checking my page, and all of a sudden this beautiful post came up from Lisa Erickson over at Mommy Mystic that so captured how I was feeling and made everything open. And I just, from that moment, knew, I, one, I wanted to meet her. Two, knew I wanted to share the information with everybody because it's thing for me to go and have a conversation with someone, and it's another thing for me to, to then have to translate it here on, my, on this platform um, of the radio show. So today will be my first meeting on, on Aaron in person with Lisa. But what got me really calls my attention was her talking about the solstice transformation and basically that it's shedding the past and creating the future. Once I saw that, I said, okay, I understand the process that I'm not going through because I went through a period of about two weeks where the weather changed pretty suddenly here in the Northeast. It went from having a really beautiful, mild, gorgeous, picture-perfect fall 
into feeling like winter where that air just goes to your bones. And literally, I, I had a really hard time just getting out of bed and doing anything. I had no energy. So usually I don't force that kind of stuff. So I slept a lot and then realized I can't stay sleeping throughout the whole winter, but then realized that I, I think I really am part mama bear because all my instincts wanted to do was just grab my babies and snuggle up and put on the pounds through my massive consumption through, the, through Thanksgiving and the holidays and really stay there until spring. Um, and when I do that, when I get into that mode, I start walling everybody else off in a way and go into my little world of hibernation. So that process, I'm assuming, is somewhat natural given the energies and the time. And when we're looking at some, when somebody brings back to you so ingrained in the practicing energy work and so attuned to the natural flow of the systems and the, and the seasons, it reminds me of the times where we marked things by the solstice. And it was time to gather our crops, you know, into, into much ancient type civilization. These were our major markers throughout the year. Now these things have become for us and what it what else it is that we're doing so the christmas you know the winter solstice marks that christmas is coming which for us now marks our to-do list of oh my god i have to get all my end of the year presents i have to get the christmas presents i have to then think about christmas vacation when my kids are going to be home and and how else to fill the time versus being still and one thing that um lisa wrote in her blog on Mommy Mystic, which really triggered my my interest in speaking with her, was to basically the best way to go through it is not to force it, which Melissa always says on M Shem, but to really link to the energy and link to the energy and the awareness of this time that we're going through. So I am really excited to introduce you all today to Lisa Erickson and I'm going to bring her on the air. Lisa, are you there? I am, Cynthia, and thank you for that wonderful sharing. That was really beautiful sharing on your part and a great introduction. Thank you so much for being here. I'm I'm really, really excited to speak to you today about all this that's been going on with me personally because I'm sure if I'm going through it, there's a bunch of other people out there who are too. And what I loved about when after I read your article and then I got to research you a little bit more on your on your website mommy mystic just started seeing how cool you are and (laughs) and basically just all the things that you are tapped into as an energy worker as a writer as a meditation teacher also as a mom of three and really kind of seeing how your your work is really there to support women and support families when we're going through all of these tough tough cycles in our lives to bring us back to that natural rhythm. So start within each one of us, the women and the children in our family, to really help us all connect with our own feelings, our own chakra systems, our own energies, and really working with that in concert with the big picture of what is happening in the world. So now we're transitioning into winter, and you have this awesome, this awesome winter solstice, winter prep, and you're Meditate Like a Girl. So I am so happy to, that you came on at this very opportune time. So welcome. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. 
So do you want me to talk a little bit that. about? Yeah, go I ahead. want you to dive. I want you to dive right into what is going on with, with the seasons and the change and just the natural rhythms and what we can kind of do to align ourselves to it instead of forcing forcing it against us. Yeah. Well, so as you said, we're coming up to winter solstice on December 21st, and here in the northern hemisphere, of course, in the southern hemisphere, they're going into their summer solstice, but for all of us in the northern hemisphere, we are moving into the darkest day of the year, right? The winter Mm -hmm. solstice is the longest night, and what it represents is the tipping point where gradually each day after that there's a couple more minutes of light heading to the summer solstice in June where it is the most light. And we, our energy bodies, our physical bodies are so connected to these natural cycles through the various sleep chemicals that we always hear about uh, that impact our brain, serotonin and melatonin and, and all these sorts of things. We're linked very much to the cycles of night and day. And then energetically, at our subtle body and chakra level, we're each linked to these cycles as well and these natural cycles. So right now, it is we are naturally pulled inward into the darker places of our nature. And of course, that's completely counter to what's going on around us with all the holiday advertising and the frenzy right. and the consumerism and the consumption we are really sort of urged to ignore that call and distract ourselves outward. Right. But if we can take just a little bit of time to go into this cave inside of ourselves, we're being asked to transform. And what you're experiencing is very, very common, and I'm especially seeing that this solstice, that mm-hmm. people are finding things almost from their past coming up, maybe not actual memories, but emotions that they actually thought they'd moved through or passed are coming back up for release or for transformation. So that's really the gist of it. And I I think for for women and for mothers, we are the energetic anchor uh, for our families. You know, it's a web. A family is a web of energetic connections but a mother is where the energy lines center. And so it really is true that if we do this work, it, all of our family feels that, whether they consciously experience it or not. So it is just a truth that we are always practicing for our whole household. <laughs> um, and right. if we go inward like this, it impacts everyone and how they all relate to this time. Well, yeah, and I love that pearl. Mothers are the energetic anchor of our family. That's that's an, yeah. a beautiful pearl, and it's so true. I mean, if when anybody in a unit gets stuck in one thing, it affects everybody else. And that's even right. if you just notice that that person is a little bit off, it's still very noticeable. So knowing how to shift that energy and help everybody, especially yourself, and usually the women are the ones tune into the energies, as you're saying, so we have to shift this for ourselves first so so then your children and your family can see there is a way through to the next level. And I was just asking my, my kids last night around the dinner table, you know, like to remember a time when they felt sad and then remember how they got pulled themselves through it. So I think yeah. just, and, and one of your modalities is practicing mindfulness, is for them to become more aware and more mindful of their emotional journeys and their emotional bodies. And that that's something that's important to raise with them and have them be, be aware 
and reinforce at the table. So, um, yeah, you know, that's for me, wonderful. And yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that kind of emotional awareness is the starting point for a lifetime of working with yourself very consciously. Right. And I think how we're really, um, I think the tendency is to, okay, I feel this negative emotion, distract myself from it, like we talked about. And so we tend to do that with children in the sense of, oh, okay, you feel sad? Here's something that will cheer you up, a cookie, right? Okay, well, then there's right. the seeds of, you know, eat when you're sad, Obesity. right? right. Yeah, right. and you don't want to be too hard on yourselves. Obviously, it's fine to have a cookie when you're sad, but if that's the only tool we give them, then you know, this is what happens, or, um, you know, watch TV, or do, you know, do something else, or if they see us when we're sad, getting irritable, lashing out in anger instead, then that is sort of the pattern that evolved. Oh, when you're sad, just lash out instead of going in and feeling that sadness, distract yourself with irritation, right? right. We all have these which, different which that layers. That happens. That happens. I, it does. I mean, it happens a couple to me, weeks, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I was not in, like, my usual happy place. Like, I was very irritable very cranky, wanted to be by myself, like, that is definitely part of our phases, too. I mean, I'm grateful I could pull myself out of that phase um, and and come back to myself, but it was definitely a a work in progress. It didn't happen overnight because one of the things that you were saying, when you go to these, quote-unquote, dark places of yourself and, you know, in the darkness you find find that your issues come to light. And one of the things for me that was happening was all these limiting limiting beliefs about who I was and what I can do and what I can't do were bubbling up to the surface. And when you start having that, it kind of takes you down that dark doorway and that dark spiral of, okay, why isn't everything working out the way I wanted it to? And I had to get, like, really honest and kind of feel all of that first before I can see, wait, okay, I could do something about it. I can put myself into action. I could start just asking um, for That's things, right. which, I, which before I didn't, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really doing in a way that was aligned with moving me and my business forward. So um, it wasn't until I got to that point where I started seeing the light and it was around Hanukkah, so it wasn't that just beautiful. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Hanukkah is the festival of life. Is is starting to realize and, and come with the takeaway pearl that my daughter latched onto through like our service with our rabbi was even during these darkest days of the year, we learn that the light is always within us. Yeah. But getting to that point is you know, and remembering that in a moment where you're feeling all these powerful energies at work. Um, and one thing that made me grateful to read in, in your post was how you were saying that it's not just the energy on the December the 21st and on the winter, winter slash summer solstice. It's the energies before, the three-week cycle before, and the time after. So, you know, we're such an instantaneous society that we think if it doesn't happen in the moment, well, I'm, I'm screwed. What, that right. you can allow the process to happen and the passage of this, this time to, to work its magic. That's right. I really think of it as a, it's, it's kind of a wave of energy, and we're catching the wave, and it kind of peaks in the few days around solstice, and then the wave, uh, you know, lessens or, or comes into shore. And so what we're trying to do is direct our surfboard. Of course, I live in California, so I'm using a surf <laughs> metaphor, which I realize is not that <laughs> – may not be that relevant to you in, in New York, but, you know, it's like you're trying to direct I, I, I do a surfboard. Have a, I do have a friend who does winter surfing, so, Oh, you know. my gosh. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> hardcore. 
Yeah, so you just want to direct your surfboard in the month of December and the weeks leading up to it. So as you ride through that whole solstice transit and head into the new year in January, you've kind of directed where you're going to land as you come into the beach. Yeah, so that's one metaphor. I like I like metaphors. Of course, the other one in the post that you read was the butterfly. Um, mm-hmm. That you're just you're just taking all, or the caterpillar transforming into the butterfly. That you're really just taking everything that's surfacing, not judging it, just accepting it, not trying to push it away, not trying to distract it, also not acting it out, just noticing it. Look, everything that's coming up: insecurities, fears, old worries whatever is coming up, and just looking at it and going, hmm, isn't, you know, that's mindfulness, looking at it with equanimity and kind of bundling it into, okay, what does this transform into? Because all of those things when we face them are what develop our wisdom, our empathy, our ability to push through obstacles. They really are the fruit. They really evolve into that fruit, right? So, that whole metaphor of coming into the solstice, you're cocooning, you're noticing all of this, you're bundling it together. And then as you move through the transit on the other side, you're emerging. And you're directing a little bit what you want to emerge into. For example, in your case, you're very focused on reframing Mm -hmm. your business. But you are remaining open to what it is going to be. You're not um, defining it too early, I think, is my... Advice, letting it work there in your subconscious because we have so much that can surface if we give it time to process. Right. I mean, one thing that pulled me out of this was the less I focus on what I can do for myself, like kind of JFK Jr., but the less I could do for myself and the more I could do for others and helping my clients and, you know, and reaching out to you to want to to talk and, and introduce you out there, like, the easier everything became and lighter everything felt. Well, and I think also then you're taking your cues, you're in flow, right? And you're taking your cues from the response you're getting in the world. Um, so, yes, it's kind of like asking your clients, well, what is, what have I, you know, what have I given you that's been the most valuable to you? And I do that periodically, and sometimes I'm surprised by, the answer, it's different than what I thought, and then that changes the way that I work. It's like we really need to hear, you know, from our environment and from the people that are around us how right. we're impacting the world. We can't always see it clearly ourselves. So that's another piece right. of the puzzle. It's how I ended right. up, you know, I do a lot of abuse and trauma healing work, and I never mm-hmm. intended to go in that direction. Um, and that just sort of happened organically. Right. Over a number of years, that more and more, so it really just the universe sent me in that direction. <laughs> I couldn't have imagined it. Um, so that was a that in my life really inspired a lot of trust to to letting things flow in that way. Yeah, I think it's beautiful, and and just allowing the process and seeing your your children and your family just trans they're transforming like a you know from a caterpillar to a butterfly almost daily. They go through yeah. so many changes and so many change, so many stages that just keeping the reference that, that you were saying of the pearl, just how you can move through obstacles and really grow and evolve, I think that helps people and parents just keep that in perspective and really just takes the pressure off of knowing yeah. that there's this, this beautiful, wonderful 
cycle that they're going through, and you may feel in the thick of it now, but it's going to come to come through. And obviously, the more you can attune to these modalities and the energy of, of what's really going on and the subtleties at work, it's almost the, the gentler the wave that you're riding with them to, to their shores. Yeah, and it's interesting in my own life, I'll share a couple of stories from my children because I have two going through big changes right now. One is a little gymnast, and we changed gyms because her teacher left. And to her, that's a huge deal, right? And these sort of change of environment for a child is a, is right. a, is a big deal. And so we've been mm-hmm. talking through that and how that feeling of being new and being uncomfortable is temporary. But ultimately, you can see this is such a wonderful place for you to be. And in a month or two, it's going to feel like home, just like your old gym did, right? To her, like that sense of the long trajectory is, that's hard for kids, right, to think in terms of the long term. So we talked about other changes we've been through. Remember when we moved houses and what that felt like. And, you know, for them, for children, just instilling that sense that you are in this long-term process, that the crisis of today is not the end of the world, that it, it's right. just part, it's one stepping stone is, is huge. I think the other thing I like to work with, and I work with it with both adults and, and children, is when really big emotions come up, whether it's fear of change or anger, sadness, whatever, is where do you really feel it in your physical body mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. tuning into that. And it's, it's interesting. You'll be like, oh, it's in my stomach, or oh, I feel it in my heart, or it's in my head, or people and children especially will feel it very, very clearly in a part of their body. And that right. to me then is the link. Where that block is is the link to the energy or chakra. Um, where that emotion is held uh, kind of in the, in the energy body, and then you can really breathe into that place. And that, that becomes like a little cocoon that you're breathing into, and a butterfly literally emerges right in that place. Right, and visually you actually imagine a butterfly emerging right there, and that can be a really useful visual to work with. Absolutely, and, and that's such a key indicator for parents to read the signals and pick up on what their child is experiencing as well as yourself. You know, the second yeah. you direct into any one of your energy chakras, and if anybody needs a primer on which chakra means what, um, Lisa, do you have that stuff on your website? I do. I have it on Mommy Mystic, and then I also link over to Meditate Like a Girl because I just finished a seven-chakra series there, so that has a lot of detail in that series. Perfect. And I, and I also saw that you had some meditations for children to do, um, yep. and it would be a wonderful thing for families to start doing together more regularly and then really talking with your children about where they are feeling it so not only that you know what's going on with them, but that they understand what's happening with their bodies and how they can process process through what they're feeling. Um, yeah, and, and mind that, body awareness. That yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's so key for later health that mind body awareness because as we know, mm-hmm. if we re- repress a lot of emotions or hold them in, that does impact our stress levels and ultimately our health. So that kind of mind body awareness is is key. I think it's awesome. So when when is your Meditate Like a Girl, and how can people access it? Well, if you go to MeditateLikeAGirl.com and I love that title, by the way. Yeah, that's um, (laughs) well. The founder Jan Jan Lundy is our editor and founder, and there's it's it's a monthly magazine published every month, and it also submits. They also accept 
um, guest submission. So you may want to submit one. Oh, awesome. <laughs> We'd love to have sure. you there. Yeah. Uh, but if you scroll down, every month we do a free meditation, and I'm doing one tonight at 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. However, if you register for it, if you can't listen live, you'll receive the MP3 to do on your own whenever you want. And I'm really going to, we're going to, as a group, I'm going to guide us through this process of bundling everything that's been coming up this solstice season and really everything that's come up this calendar year and then guide us through a shift from the caterpillar to the cocoon to the butterfly, shifting into the new energies we want to empower post-solstice in 2014 and really practice shifting into those the state of awareness we want to empower. It's like creating that. And it's a, it's a kind of meditation that you can then do on your own in the next 10 days leading up to solstice. That's really the idea behind it, and even in the days after. And there, you can do the 20-minute version that I'm going to guide us through tonight or even a one- or two-minute version whenever you can grab some time of just a really quick visual. Um, so that's really the idea behind it. So go to meditatelikeagirl.com and look down, scroll down for the winter solstice meditation, and you just register there. That is so beautiful, and it will be so nice to see um, one family's doing it together as well as if you want to get a group of moms together to to make it more of an event so you can kind of work through together what is coming up after you do the meditation. So I just love this, and I really so enjoyed just discovering discovering you and your work because I think you have so much to offer for really everyone, but particularly mothers who are looking for that little extra guidance and how to pick up on the on the subtle cues of working through the energy with, with their children. Um, so anybody who is looking for a little bit more guidance, a little bit more love, a little bit more gentleness in their life, please check out Misa and visit her website at mommymystic.com. And that's M-O-M-M-Y-M-Y-S-T-I-C. She is also on all the other platforms. You can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Twitter. At, I believe it's at Mommy Mystic on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. As well as on Pinterest, and everyone here, I just feel, will be so beautifully guided by the by the work that you do. Um, and what do you? What's your next thing after? Can people do you do coaching sessions, or what else? What else do you do with in working with families? Yeah, I also do, I do do private coaching and private phone sessions, and then I do teleseminars and in-person meditation for those who are local, but in Los Angeles. But otherwise, yes, I do a lot of teleseminars and phone work. So um, I'd love to, to work with more, uh, with more women and families. And thank you so much, Cynthia. It's been uh, wonderful meeting you as well. I think uh, I feel very wonderful things for you in 2014. <laughs> Thank you. I hope it's a good, good, good year. Fourteen's always been a lucky number of mine. So I'm. Oh, good. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I mean, in 2013, you know, 13s are always a, a tricky but lucky number as well. And um, you know, but I think people feel a little bit more gentle going into a 14 versus a 13. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have one more 13. You know, this 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 Friday is Friday the 13th, but 13 yeah. is really the number of it's the feminine. So think of it in those terms. Perfect. Which is why 13 I moons like it. in a year. Yeah, it's the feminine. So think of it in those oh. terms. 
That's very cool. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I really enjoyed meeting you and, and learning more about your work. Again, anybody who's looking to connect with Lisa can do so through her, through her website, mommymystic.com or on Facebook. And again, her meditation, her Meditate Like a Girl Winter Solstice Prep is tonight. And so I encourage everybody to quickly register so at least you can get the download to listen to with your friends at any time. Lisa, thank you so much. And thank you, Cynthia. I will, Yeah, it was such a pleasure. Thank you. And for anybody else who is looking for, for, more, for more stuff and goodness, just want to think as we're going into closing out this year, a lot of people are also looking on their Christmas list. And I really just wanted to put it out there where – as much as we love to give to our family and friends, to also remember the other organizations in our lives who bring so much value and add so much gratitude. For me personally, for me personally, I wanted to take a moment to just thank the um, the Sid Jacobson JCC for providing providing so much support to my family on a personal level, and encourage everybody to check out and contribute to their the gift of camp campaign that they are running in their end of the year appeal, as well as to check out your local SEPTA organization, which is the Special Education Parent Teacher Association, and, and consider making a gift so that so your local SEPTA can support more programs and children with special needs. Thank you all. Have a wonderful winter solstice and an amazing holiday season. Don't get caught up in the consumption, but if you are, consume all the goodness, all the beauty, all the joy. And just remember to say I love you a lot to your family, honor your ancestors, and to create your own unique, beautiful light within all the darkness of the winter. Love you all. Talk to you next time.